Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 5, Episode 12, The Satan Conspiracy. Satan, 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 which is a vegan. I was gonna say, <laughs> give me the fake meat. <laughs> I know a modern times brewery serves a lot of Satan sausage. <laughs> I worship Satan? <laughs> What is that from? You know what that's from. I know, but I can't remember it. It is from Stay Tuned. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Classic movie where man basically sells his soul for yeah. TV mm-hmm. and then has to go into the TV stations and live long enough <laughs> right. to come out. But no one ever lives long enough. But they end up winning, right? Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah, like the kids go oh, in and oh. help save the day and all that shit. got to take out the buzz on the low E, man. I know. I was going to say, <laughs> why is this freaking humdinging? <laughs> Pre-NBC corporate buyout. It's got to be these fucking cables or something. Oh, you mean the the nightmare of cables all over the table here? Shut up. Yeah. Uh, quite <laughs> funnily enough, or but maybe maybe. <laughs> uh, the guy that plays Satan in that movie is is a pedophile. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was the same guy that plays the uh, principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Can't remember his Beetlejuice. fucking name. Yeah, the dad in Beetlejuice that's very, like, yeah. high anxiety and stressed out. Because he got busted with, like, what's-his-face, Pee-wee back in the day when Pee-wee got busted with erotica. He did? Yeah. Oh. The whole sting went down. They're like, it's just young bo-. Like, it's right. erotica. It's not, like, kitty. Whoa, 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 whoa. So... My wife, my wife, <laughs> constantly thinks that, and has been given the the propaganda that Paul Rubens, aka Pee Wee Herman, yeah. is a pedophile. Yeah. But we always defend him and say, no, he just got caught jerking off in a porn theater to adult. That porn. he did, but then later in life, he oh, also that got he did. <laughs> he also got rolled up in that oh really? erotica thing where it's like he's like, no, it's high art, and then that other dude got busted. Oh, okay. Too, but that guy got, I think, like really busted lately. Well, he had like hard drives full of stuff. Yeah. Pee-wee did not, though, did he? What was the content of his er- erotica? Yeah. Uh, I believe it was high art photos. You can Google it. Okay. Uh, it came out was it kids? quite some time. I think so. Oh. Younger <laughs> younger people. Here, wait. Pause for a second. Shut up. Not pause. Uh, Just like, shut up for a second. Oh, we're good. I thought I still heard the buzz. We're fine. Yeah, we're good. No, we're good. <laughs> did you actually hey, pause? Shut or did the you fuck just, up. Yeah. Did what you pause recording? Pause? No. Oh, okay. You said don't. I know. I thought, stop. <laughs> Don't yeah. stop <laughs> recording. Uh, Just please shut the fuck up and don't you say a word or else I'll slit your goddamn throat. <laughs> oh, he keeps back. going in and out. The all buzz right. is back. So I what this buzz is all about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted us all to be a buzz. <laughs> to line yeah, your that's pockets. it. See, I could hear it in the cables. Yes. Oh, I could hear it in the cables. Okay. <laughs> I totally cabled, bro. Uh, how's it going, Steve? It's good. It's yeah. Monday again. Very chilly out here in Southern it's California. Yeah. We got a four-day brick of rain coming. Oh, yeah. Had one of them today. Another three lined up. Right. What kind of rain is a brick of rain? We got a brick, a nice chunk, you know, four fucking days of yeah. rain. Back-to-back yeah. back ass, ass, ass. That little plumber man potatoes. used to break those brick of 
brick of bricks, you know. Yeah. Oh, fun fact as well. I was listening to another podcast where they talked about the lore of Super Mario Brothers, like the world of Super mm-hmm. Mario Brothers. It's pretty morbid. I guess if you read the instruction booklet, which I probably... Like I, part one? Like yeah, yeah like the original NES Super Mario Brothers. Bowser apparently <laughs> turned all the, all the fucking trees, bricks, uh, pipes, like all that shit is supposedly... Um, or I'm sorry, just I think it's just the bricks and the blocks. So like the question block, all that stuff, are all the residents of the Mushroom Kingdom that he turned in to these objects as like a curse. Mm-hmm. And you're saving the princess to like reverse the spell and restore the Mushroom Kingdom literally. And so literally as you're going around breaking bricks and shit, you're just like ripping apart little toads' oh. bodies and stuff. And yeah. then... The the power ups they give you are their way of helping you, even though they're like trapped, right, or some shit. It's very like, weird. It's super insane, <laughs> but that's like the original lore, according to Shigeru Miyamoto. And I think it's only in the Japanese uh, book, not the American one. What are you doing? Cat's staring me down. Looks like she wants to do something. Oh, make a pee pee in your maybe. Coke. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. After all the feedback other than the fucking buzz new pipes over there. Uh. <laughs> no, that uh, uh, is weird that they don't really talk about that too much. Because yeah. it's almost like, uh, well, that's kind of what happens in the Mario Brothers movie. Right. Right. Where yeah, they take like, that element of like turning the king, devolving yeah. people or right. devolving him all the way back into fungus. Um, yeah. <laughs> the mushroom. It's an amorphous fungus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, it's... Agorphous. <laughs> which, like, it makes sense, I guess. I guess it's like saying anyone that evolves from plants. But it's like, come on. Like, you can understand how reptiles and things could evolve into humanoid-ish things. But yeah, then... Yeah, yeah. Even as a kid, I was like, this fucking sucks. Like, I liked it at the... It, I, it just didn't need to be a Mario movie. Right, It right, could right, have right. just been some weird Anything. sci-fi movie yeah, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Uh, Totes my goats. I did feel things when Big Bertha was dancing with, because oh, yeah. uh, it like held it's on her tits. Old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had some big Berthas. Yeah, <laughs> she's got those nice puddle tits. Oh yeah, you know, pushed up and just looks like a <laughs> lake shimmering after a nice rain. Oh yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's covered in semen. Yes, <laughs> super semen. <laughs> it rises. The cream rises to the top. Right. <laughs> But yeah, you know those girls, they have those ones and it just looks oh, like yeah. a liquid mess just yes. pushed up. Mm-hmm. And you just go, bloop, they're more bloop. they're more propped and folded up. The more accurately, the bottom half of their breasts right. are propped and folded up. Pushed, as if yeah. as if you put like a broomstick on like halfway down the tits yeah. and then you Refolded folded it and yeah. then propped it. <laughs> Yeah. No one could see my into a very illustrative uh, hand motion yeah, here. Into but... a waterbed situation. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, it's just kind of a slosh and a flow. Yeah, you know. Which my friend PTR had a waterbed <laughs> in high school. I was like, "Why do you want?" You know, what's funny though is like that is it's like such a hand-me-down remnant thing because those things were so fucking expensive. Like yeah. in the seventies, get them heated. Yeah, in the seventies, they were like seven grand, which yeah. is like buying a twenty-two thousand dollar bed now or something right, ridiculous. Right, right. And so, and like, yeah, because my parents, when my when my stepdad married my mom, she inherited. I don't I don't know if they bought it together, but I wouldn't put it past old Barrick if yeah. uh, he didn't already own said water bed. <laughs> and I <laughs> and I remember nights where. Uh, they do it like once every six months or something. I want to say, 
but they would like take... sex. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they do it every six yes. months. Um, they would be. You'd hear all this like uh, rigmarole. Sorry, I'm burping up breakfast for dinner over here. But uh, you'd hear all this rigmarole upstairs, and they'd start dragging something downstairs, and it was the huge water bladders that yeah. were like these nine foot long. It was a king size waterbed. These nine foot long fucking water bladders that they would take down and they were heavy as fuck and yeah, super yeah. awkward and we'd have to help them drag them out but not drag them too much because it might you know Tear. wear away at the whatever yeah. even though they were like insanely thick vinyl right, right. fucking things but we'd have to go in the backyard drain them smell the old gross kind of water like stale water and then fill them up with the hose and carry them back upstairs carry with them. full why can't you just fucking run a hose up there Barrick? i think eventually they did but it had to be the system of Okay, water on, water off. Like, it was, like, yeah. very, you know, harrowing because he didn't want to fucking just put a bunch of water in the frame. Yeah. And, yeah, it was it was so – and there was, like, seven or eight of those fucking things, and I was so happy. Why do you have to change the water? I have no fucking clue. That because sounds I'm like, like the dumbest thing ever. Maybe, it, maybe it was, like – I know that we did it a few times within the same house – but I, maybe it was actually because we moved like three times in a four-year period oh, okay. or something. So, so yeah, maybe moving, they like, draining it makes right. sense. But there's, but, but I, I remember nights where we just like let them, we drained them out, filled them up, put them back in. And I was like, yeah, even as a kid, I was like, this seems very futile. Yeah, <laughs> why it's the not fuck like are we getting that? fungus water in there or yeah. anything? And those things made me sick, like nauseous yeah. being on those things. I'm like, I don't know f- how the fuck my parents sleep on that. Yeah, no, <laughs> but I know. How they I know how the sleep they fucked on me. Right? <laughs> Got him. Uh, little jugs to position. Yeah, huh? I mean, that's where your little sisters came from, were a oh, yeah. sultry night swaying back and forth as they were on the seabed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying oh, each Barrick. other's. Mm. <laughs> oh, Daffy. Oh, <laughs> goes back and forth as we sway, and my load oh. becomes one with the bottom mm. of the sea. Maybe my fleshy ship will uh, loom over to your <laughs> musty cave. Maybe I could sink my anchor inside of your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, PTR said those things yeah. were expensive. Yes, very expensive. And, and expensive to run. And I, I truly believe that they were like a glorified sex toy furniture thing that somehow me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. How's this the first time? Like I think every episode you make new sound effects in some way. What I do. (laughs) do, do. Uh, No, like I, I I think that they came from the free love culture of like the sixties and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, And just grooving. And they probably were cool when you were fucking high and shit. Yeah. But like, it's crazy that they then just became an option for beds. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, PTR said like literally, so it broke. So it was like going to be more expensive to fix than just buy one. Yeah. So it didn't like pop break, but the heater broke. Yeah. Yeah. And he said the heater is key. Cause if you don't have it heated, he's like, you literally can't sleep on it. Right. Right. 
because the water is he's like you're just freezing mm. the whole time and your body heat doesn't transfer in enough right right or fast enough like a mattress that's crazy because my parents water bed had it wasn't memory foam but it had a very thick foam thing on well top. he said there's two so ones. you never yeah so you like they didn't it didn't yeah. matter what if it was heated or not yeah but. so he said there's two kinds like one where it's like the bladders and right. some mattress or just straight water wow. and his was just straight water what so it's like a plastic frame or something some water proof like, thing that like holds a pool of water underneath well, the, you? the the bladders you're just sleeping on top of one big wavy bladder oh okay so you were saying i thought you were saying it was like a pool that somehow no but there's no like on, you're saying it's either a mattress right right you're saying it's yeah. either a single bladder that you're laying yeah. on or the multiple bladders like my parents with have. some sort of mattress in right. between <laughs> you and the bladders <laughs> so most of them said bladders no it's literally like saying like sex swings uh, were our or sex relaxed. swings, but yeah. then like, oh, we found that it's like the only way I can sit now. Or something. yeah, we have it's a on this like swing. It's on, yeah, it's on this hammock like chair yeah. or hammock like yeah. swing or oh, something. It's good for the uh, constitution. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like Hitachi ones. Like those right. were True. massagers, and now are like the most classic porno yeah. massagers, you know. huh? For all those mermen and merwomen out yeah. there. Vibrations. Mm. They're always sleeping in waterbeds, aren't they? Hell yeah. Bottom <laughs> of the sea, my friend. They yeah, for them a novelty is a land bread. Exactly. <laughs> land bread. <laughs> land bread. Yes. Mm. Land bread. <laughs> my sweet Meaning people delicious. flesh. Yeah. yeah. Man flesh. Man flesh. <laughs> Saruman. Come on, Saruman. <laughs> Don't be so sad, Saruman. <laughs> Come on. Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> I'm hey, Jamaican, sorrow. <laughs> He's got dreads. Yeah. <laughs> Jamaican, me sad, A red, red, green, black, like, staff. <laughs> and, like, big robes. Like. <laughs> 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 All right, me be sorrow, man. And you <laughs> be seeing the one eye, okay? Right. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of some quote of his, but I could not think of a single one. Cause then I, and then I was just defaulting to... Go back to the shadow, but that is Gandalf, and I didn't yeah. know what to say. Because yeah. uh, what does someone say? Uh, he says, ah, uh, ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, he uh, doesn't have like Gandalf, uh, what did you? a classic quote, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, yeah, he's just mostly being shitty with Gandalf, saying, yeah. you're, you're being. You could do. You could have all this you power. Just fucking rule with us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. I guess hello. <laughs> his is those. Really, it's like go out and taste man flesh. Right. Yeah. 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 Well. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Go you will have man off yeah. and taste man flesh. Yeah. yeah. Take back the because he gets like the wildling people riled up too. Right. Like, go right. back and take the villages and yeah. the, the forest. The new something like the new world will be born yeah. in the fires of industry. Yeah. In the fires of this weed. <laughs> the burning bush, yeah. man. Huh? <laughs> Some bush man screaming yeah. on fire. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Smoking me flesh, yeah. we <laughs> Smoking the hobbit's weed, you yeah. know? The hobbit's leaf. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Just feeling that waterbed yeah. vibe throughout this episode, huh? <laughs> Give me them chili dogs. Oh, my God. oh and, and also one one last thing about waterbeds. Uh, I'm a waterman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, can surfers only sleep on yeah. waterbeds? True Ooh. surfers. Yeah. That's how they snore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, raw. Ten. 
They used to, some of the water beds, they would tell you you cannot put this in an upstairs room. Oh, fit. Because literally they're 10 to 15 times heavier than beds. Right, right. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're up there weighing like three tons, which is too much for a wood frame. Yeah, which is like, I'm like, how are you guys carrying all God, these things? Because that seems like just dead, heavy weight. The biggest fucking waste of anything is water beds. Great um, job. But, uh, yeah, speaking of good. wastes, uh, <laughs> yes, I'm good as well. <laughs> uh, it's a Monday. Uh, it is, like we said, chili dog season. Steve's got a t-shirt and hoodie on. The hoodie, sorry, t-shirt and beanie on. The beanie is around his cans. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Always got to protect the dusty nugs, my friend. (laughs) Which you literally look like a a 90s show version of, like, a future kid. (laughs) Or an older teen kid that's, like, in a tech, you know, it's a hacker. Yeah. (laughs) Keep my head warm while I got my headphones on jamming to my tunes. Oh, yeah. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> yeah, doing it. Gonna get into this mainframe. Oh my god! Uh, lots of energy tonight. You're on the. Uh, you're going through ketogenesis right yeah. now, right? It's a rebirth. Yes, and it's also not almost eleven o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. it's true. actually yeah. early. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'd, I'd love to work it out to where we can. If we're not working on other stuff so much, if we can do things like because on the weekend shows and we the rare times we record like a Saturday morning, mm-hmm. it just like flows easy because our brains aren't fucking exhausted, you know. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we see. can do it. Yeah. We can set it up. Uh, we have a three day weekend coming up. That's true. Milk day. Yeah, we got to do some of our stuff we've been talking about for six months on this <laughs> show. Um, but yeah the the episode today is devilishly. <laughs> Wasteful. <laughs> Waste of time. Um, there is... It, it, it's had the opportunity... I mean, there's there's a handful of interesting factoids, which I guess I'm describing every episode of the show yeah. at this point, but... Come on, a, Joe. We really need to build up these guys in the yeah. amount of work they fucking do. Fucking okay. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Some dumb uh, negative reviewer was like, come on, guys. The ancient astronaut theorists, they take this really seriously and work really hard on this. And, he, and his, point, his whole point was, the all caps point was... Yeah. If you believe, if you actually believe in aliens, show it. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, what? Well, yeah, That's not what the show ever said. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Do you believe in aliens? It's right. do you believe we've been visited Ex- by aliens? And also, it's about a show about ancient aliens. Like we're not. This isn't about Steve yeah. and Joey's. Specifically, yeah, only Stephen Joy's belief or lack of belief in aliens. Like, that's yeah. not the yeah. fucking show. There's a billion other fucking yeah. shows like that. And like we said, at, at Alien Con. Like Travis Young is Travis, it? Travis Scott Travis Taylor Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Yeah. Um, and some others are like yeah I don't think we've ever met aliens right I think they exist here's how they can logically exist here's right. what you could do here's where now they I think Jodie Foster's met aliens but she don't remember right. it yeah it was her daddy she had some contact <laughs> in that sphere right or whatever fucking movie <laughs> one of those two right she had some contact <laughs> in that sphere yeah because remember oh isn't God. it that the movie Contact and then the other one Sphere that is Sharon Stone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just some blonde bitch, whatever. Yeah. Whatever them dim slips yeah. are. Now I got multiple PhDs, which means I'm going to be sticking in multiples inside of me. Now come on, line up, and here we go. Time to dip my wick in that poison so you can get into my brown hole. Oh, yeah. You get PhDs nuts over yeah. here in your okay. mouth, right? Okay, all right, Full. ladies. <laughs> Phallus hard dick. <laughs> PhD baby. Um. Yeah, fat hard dick. P H A T hard dick. Putting hard dick. 
<laughs> sad you, PhD. Uh, but yeah, basically they're like, yeah, I don't believe we've been um, right. visited by aliens. Right. And, and they're I, at AlienCon with these stupid dickheads. Right. Uh, and that, that re- uh, reminds me, this is exactly the kind of content that I would like to do for Patreon and stuff, bonus content. But I was listening to like a three and a half hour Joe Rogan oh, yeah. podcast. So the Joe Rogan Experience, I believe it's episode 960 something. And it's from May 2017, I think. And it has Graham Hancock. Uh, it has, uh, I feel bad, but it's like Russell, Russell Mick something, who is another like geophysicist, astronomer, like all this stuff. Like a what? Rib, I think. Russell Rib- McRib. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and also, uh, oh, yeah, his last name was Stovers. Yeah. Yeah. So he was pretty sweet. Yeah. It was nice. <laughs> he uh, really mastered the microwave and the toaster. Oven. Right. <laughs> Cooked up some sweet treats. Not Russell Stover's chocolate. <laughs> you meant like Russell the Stover? <laughs> I thought Russell Cooking Stover's things. was... Uh, <laughs> That's chocolate? I thought that was like yes. frozen dinner. No. <laughs> You're thinking of Stouffer's. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not make that connection. That's actually very cool. <laughs> Russell Stouffer. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, Russell Stouffer's chocolate. So I was like, oh, a Stouffer. You're thinking he's cooking <laughs> I am a master yeah. Stouffer. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Stouffer, but I only work with microwaves and ovens. No actual... Top top cook stove, <laughs> coal fire. Uh, but yeah, it was Grant Hancock, um, the that guy Russell. Obviously, Joe Rogan was the host, and then they were debating with the um, guy that publishes Skeptic Magazine because they had recently published some some articles and one that was kind of misrepresenting Graham Hancock and what he said in his book, so like misquoting him and stuff. And uh, and it was interesting. It was it was civil for about. A half hour, <laughs> and so, and like that—that that was one of the surprising things. Where like I, I only listen to Joe Rogan's podcast once in a while, and he has some interesting subjects. He fucking mm. podcasts like almost every day, which right. is crazy. And the intro's like train all day, podcast all night. <laughs> like that's the fucking intro <laughs> yeah. of the show. And but he has one of those shows that literally it starts, and he's like, "All right, our guests today are this, 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 this is what we're talking about. Go!" Jumps, and it just yeah. starts, you know, but. Um, but I guess when you're podcasting five to seven days a week, then that's yeah. what you got to do. Um, but yeah, they, it, it was, it was a fascinating podcast. I would urge everyone to listen to it that likes this show and Graham Hancock again, like I've always had the, the general vibe from him that he's a little more learned than your average ancient astronaut theorist. Cause he's not an ancient astronaut theorist. He's all about evidence for the um for like a pre- an advanced precursor race which right. isn't even that accurate but a more advanced race like an atlantean race or something right. like that and he is he is all about the um the flood right so the yeah. ice caps melting the ice age melting causing the water levels to rise we uh we talk about that a lot and he is on the episode aliens and underwater worlds which is in season 2 because he literally is like there's 10 million miles of coastline that used to be above ground before 11,600 years ago when the ice caps started melting mm-hmm. and over a few thousand years they're all fucking gone right and his whole point was like one of his many points was like marine archaeology is so expensive but also all they want to do is look at shipwrecks all the time they don't want to look at anything older they don't want to look for you know uh, megaliths me- yeah. megalithic structures under the under the water and everything so then he's pissed at a mainstream archaeology for saying well yeah there's nothing under there and he's like but you don't even look you know so yeah. Long story short, like it was really interesting. He had 
you know, very uh, peer-reviewed dates for everything. And then he would say, so I speculate this, which doesn't mean it's true. Like, he's right. very, he's like the fairest ancient yeah. astronaut, like, guy on ancient aliens. Anyway. Right, right, like, right. He's not an ancient astronaut theorist, but, like, one of the guys featured on this show as part of the kind of, you know, the world of yeah, the show. Cool. <clears throat> uh, he was basically saying, like, I'm just saying we shouldn't always just dismiss shit all the yeah. time. Which is a really good point, because then the guy that ran Skeptic Magazine came off, like, a classic, like, he was nice enough, but, like, a classic... Lamestream media. Yeah, like, and a classic, like, militant skeptic, almost like a militant atheist type that always, like, almost everything he said, even though he's like, no, I'm being polite, like, he like he always had a little smirk, like, in his voice every time he said something, and he just didn't make himself look that good, you know? Right. And, uh, uh, but yeah, yeah I mean... His makeup was all fucked up, his oh, hair yeah. was just, like, undid. <laughs> yeah. It was a video podcast, I think it is a video podcast, actually, too, but <laughs> I listened to the audio version, but... Um, but yeah, I would encourage everyone that likes this show to listen to that show because that's exactly the kind of shit that like, that actually makes our discussion easy. Not that we should be doing, I mean, podcasts about a podcast, I guess, but it is a, just a debate in general and makes it easy because, oh, now at least we have people that are like citing sources and stuff just like, and Graham Hancock's just like, boom, 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 boom. And I think that's why Joe Rogan has him on and not Giorgio Sukalos or Eric Von Daniken who just kind of say the same stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and they're outlandish, and they're more emotionally based, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, the thing with all the underwater stuff, too, is, like, it's very tough to find something that's held up for just as long as it has dry. Right. <laughs> uh, so when it's wet. <laughs> like the old fucking lady. You know? up, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, except for that young uh, boy down at the, <laughs> the docks could get her going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, something submerged in salt water right. lasting any amount of time is insane. Right. right? Like, it's it's going to get eroded just through current right, or right. the salinity of the water. Yeah, much faster than just rainfall. Uh, other creatures stuff. growing on top of it. Right. You know, all that kind of dolphin stuff. Dolphin screams. Yeah. yeah Nail like songs. Fucking Yeah. Raw. You know, Echo the Dolphin literally could, like, destroy yeah. Coral Reef once you powered up his Echo enough. Yeah. He was, was a, crazy. He was a she, I think. <laughs> <laughs> And you could tell because that last scene, his trainer, uh, if you get if you get 100% on the game, if you find all the nooks and crannies, all the secret items, mm-hmm. uh, and complete all of the hidden challenges, you get a scene where his SeaWorld trainer is just fucking the shit out of her. Yeah. Her SeaWorld trainer, sorry. Yeah. It's just hard to break down those gender norms of the, yeah. the you know, late 80s, early 90s gaming era. Of just assuming ma- masculinity. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it was really fun. that Metroid you know, anyone. You, you had this ultimate freedom to seek out these things, yet you ended the game getting caught. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And performing. <laughs> right. Going to Santa Poco to put on a show. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and Echo did not last in that old talkie theater. You know, that's what that's what blows everyone's fucking mind is that, oh, you're thinking Echo the Dolphin takes place in the, the year that you're playing it or whatever. Yeah. You get out. It's in fucking early 1900s Mexico yeah. in a fucking silent movie theater. Yeah. Those those echoes and screams are based on a keyboard. Right. <laughs> An electronic keyboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was advanced technology. Right. Exactly. Precursor race. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got his powers from Atlantis. <laughs> and that's how she does it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, fascinating, fascinating podcast everyone should listen to it um like joe rogan needs like joe rogan the number one podcast <laughs> in all categories of podcasts on every platform needs promotion yeah. from our show hey, every little bit counts okay hey. now we gotta get on that podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> now what you gotta do is get on joe rogan okay <laughs> bubble up someone did right. mention us to him in a tweet they did 
Yeah, remember he was like, "Oh, oh you're right for something to listen to," and someone's like, "Hey, right. listen to this." That's right. I totally forgot about that. That was a long time. ago. And that was before we even had the Twitter. So yeah, um, yeah. Thanks to all the new Twitterites out there too. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I'm almost getting ahead of myself. Yeah, uh, wanted to do another little shout out for reaching for the stars. So this isn't technically uh, a five star review, but. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to good fans out there um, who comments a lot on our stuff on Doing Castbox. the Lord's work. Yes. Uh, Chad Becker is on Castbox. Um, and he just says, uh, thanks for the props, guys, because we talked about it in the last episode. May Childress be with you. Add that seventh star. And because I know he'll answer, I don't remember what that sixth star, whatever yeah. reference he's talking about, because we barely remember what we say after we to leave get, the show. <laughs> yeah. To a seventh. Thing. Right. Um, but yeah, thanks, Chad Becker. But yeah, reaching for the stars is a segment where we ask you, the little probers and probets out there, to go to your favorite podcast service that has some sort of star rating system, a star rate, yeah. uh, and rate us five stars or would give the maximum star review. Give us a good recommendation on Facebook and uh, leave a review in the comments of that rating. And you can say whatever you want, good or bad, as long as the rating itself is top of the WAP. Oh, <laughs> that's that game that Chuck invented. Top yeah. <laughs> Top WAP, and yeah. I can say it because I'm Italian. So. Making pasta sauce. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to wow, uh, the devil. Um, this episode wants to explore the potential conspiracy around everyone's favorite uncle, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Running with the devil. <laughs> ah. uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, they go through all the classic stereotypes of Satan because they're really just asking, what is Satan? Who is Satan in the beginning? Um, Kathleen McGowan, who is the saucy redhead that I've mentioned a few times now, and I completely like not brain farted, but just missed that her huge connection to Philip Collins, (laughs) huge connection. Uh, she is Philip Coppins' fucking wife. Yeah, and not it, his regular wife, but the wife that he fucks. His fucking wife, yeah, geisha style. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, Philip. Now, the question you have to ask yourself is, do I speak Japanese, <laughs> and does it matter? <laughs> is, do you swallow spit? <laughs> <laughs> what you have, now, now, the question we are confronted with <laughs> is the term for consent the same in <laughs> English <laughs> as it is in Japanese? <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Kathleen. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Coppin. Coppin-san. I will take you inside of me, and it will be glorious. Just like don't give me real. any of that diseased gum. Oh, oh, I only want good genes. Oh. <laughs> you know, Revi, <laughs> Rangra. Yeah. Oak spent seven Jordan. <laughs> Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, true religion. <laughs> Very difficult yeah. word to yes. say. False religion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she is listed as his spouse only from 2011 to 2012. So it makes you wonder if, like, and I'm sure I could look it up, but it makes you wonder if, like, they were like a couple for a long time and then only when he got diagnosed maybe they were like let's just get married or maybe they met very mm-hmm. late in his life and it was a surprise um but yeah she's the writer of the source of miracles i'm going to read a little tidbit because and that that's fascinating to me because it's like oh she's on the show a lot later on 
or in these kind of middle seasons, maybe because as almost like a replacement like a for filler. him. Yeah. Because she has that connection to him. So uh, I'll read her little Wikipedia expert, uh, excerpt real quick. But she says, uh, Kathy McGowan was born uh, 1963. She's an American author. Uh, her novel, The Expected One, sold over a million copies worldwide and has appeared in over 50 languages. And then this that's the first sentence. The second sentence, she claims to be a descendant of Jesus Christ and Mary Magdalene. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> like okay yeah uh yeah <laughs> how does that how do you tie that how do you go back two thousand years in your lineage right you fucking insane piece of shit <laughs> like Ugh. how dare it. you take care of that cancerous man yeah <laughs> swedish man <laughs> yeah. she must have she's obviously nuts of course she's going must have damn guy. near killed him <laughs> she probably did <laughs> oh Oh, we're at it. Jesus is upset. Uh, but yeah, she has a, a series called the Magdalene Line series mm-hmm. of novels featuring both fictitious and historical female characters, which the author believes history has either misrepresented or obliterated. Mm. So I'm wondering if that's maybe not about genetics, but more about like a Mary Magdalene syndrome or yeah, something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, the expected one in 1989 originally only sold. Uh, sorry. What? Oh, sorry. Focusing on the role of Mary Mag—that's weird. She, it says she wrote her first novel. Oh, began working on her first novel, nineteen eighty-nine, published in two thousand five, and then sold twenty-five hundred copies. But then Simon and Schuster published it in two thousand six, and that's when it sold like a shit ton or okay. something. But um, yeah, anyway. But yeah, her the at this time of the show, her crawl always quotes or uh, you know gives her the accolade of writing the source of miracles, and it's a self-help book. Based on the Lord's prayers and offering the reader seven tips or steps to transform their life, the process is based on the six-petaled rose depicted at the center of the Charter's Cathedral Labyrinth. Interesting. Um, but yeah, she okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> she was married to Philip Coppins, who died in 2012. Together they produced the internet radio program, The Spirit Revolution. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, the spirit inside of you. Right. Longer. Longer. <laughs> More fond of <laughs> La Fonda. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she is on, he, on this episode. technology. Yes. <laughs> She's on this episode quite a bit. Um, and she talks about how he's portrayed as evil, but that, that might not be quite so accurate. Oh. Um, and uh, she seems like a really nice lady, you know, but like, and you could probably have maybe a normal oh, conversation yeah. with her. But maybe like, kiss her on the lips. Oh, yeah. That'd be terrific. Um, and then we bounce to uh, Lakeland, Florida in 2012. Uh, this episode is in 2013. Um and we go to the uh, the ignited church. Um, the yeah. the Swedes know a little bit about that. Huh? See, see. <laughs> um, Burzum, damn near kill them. <laughs> damn near burn them. Um, As Norwegians. Sorry, it's all the same. All the same to me, Swedish you and Norwegian listeners. Fruity, fruity, sugar, fruity, sucker, my dicker. There was a really dumb shirt that got uh, marketed to me on Facebook, and it was the Swedish chef. <laughs> And it literally just said Vert der Ferk. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I've seen that. Yeah. So I think someone posted that as like a meme or something. Yeah. Like... And it was literally the the official Muppet, the Muppet Show account. And it was yeah, like not yeah. available in retail stores. Yeah. <laughs> I almost bought it. But, um, but yeah, the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, someone posted it because something turned out bad. And they're like, when you go to make something. Oh. And it vert yeah, it just burns up. Oh, so maybe the shirt was just a meme or a, a shirt of the meme. Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we go to the uh, uh, a big mass exorcism at the Ignited Church, and uh, it's TV show clips of this church, and we cut to the Reverend Bob Larson, and he is 
a very big like evangelical classic Southern Baptist minister. And he is, uh, he's on a little bit. He talks about how like, you know, uh, you know, the thing that God loves most is people. And so Satan and demons, they want to, they want to offend God and how to do that best is to, you know, take people over and turn them against God and all that stuff. And I mean, this episode is explaining the devil and demons as if no one has ever heard of them before, which is insane. It's like, it's like baby's first book about the devil or something, but uh, he's almost like sexually aggressive. It's very weird. Yeah. Why yeah. it's very uncomfortable watching him, not because of the content of the of the of the quote unquote possessed people, because they're just like <laughs> they keep coming back to this like middle aged lady who's yeah. like rubbing her chest and she's just like, oh yeah, uh, yeah and growling and stuff, but not in a really creepy way. Yeah. And he's like got his forehead up against her and got a big cross mash on her forehead. And he's going, Yeah, huh? How long has he been inside you? Yeah. How many generations have you been in your family? How many generations are you taking control of this family? And he's just yeah, like yeah. going off and he just goes, oh, torment, torment. <laughs> like he says the word torment. I've never seen it used like that. Keto, ground, <laughs> <Yeah>. ground. <laughs> it's like punching someone and going, pain, pain. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like, yeah. what? But uh, anyway, then we cut away from that. We we do, it does bookend the show a little bit later on and he's a much more prevalent yeah. in the episode. But, How are you going to fuck, huh? Yeah, but How that's, you yeah. Fuck suck this? It's I'll very suck this gross. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just him saying, yeah. Yeah. I do. Yes, I would love to. Oh. Yeah, uh, he's holding a cross into the mirror right, and just exactly. it. <laughs> um, my own dick. <laughs> uh, we get into the lore of angels now because, as we all know, or maybe you don't, that Satan was God's most beloved angel uh, back in the Old Testament. So um, angels were created before humans. They were the original precursor race. living creations of yeah the original living creations of God before humans um, and I I don't I can't remember someone I, I could look it up in an instant but I think angels were around before Earth is that true? It's a good question. Yeah, because I don't remember uh, like because on the seventh day he created man. I think angels are right, part of one day, of those earlier day days earth. though. But yeah, I'm ah, not okay. sure. Which is crazy because that's like the most well-known part of the world. Right. But, um, but yeah, so he uh, he made these angels out of fire as opposed to clay or mud like like humans. Um, and but when he made humanity, when he made Adam and Eve and their offspring, uh, the the angels were told by him, "Hey, I've made them in my particular image." Which is interesting because it is how you kind of know that angels don't look; they look a little different from God because right. they weren't the technically made in His image, yeah. but. Um, even though they're ninety nine percent, they're his are, worker but, bees, right? Exactly, and so um, uh, he tells them to worship man uh, and help them and teach them and all that stuff. But Satan is like, "This sucks. Uh, I don't want to worship, worship these mud people." Yeah, and so he rebelled, and then a bunch of other angels went with him, and that was the initial split from right. uh, heaven. He was cast out. He was, you know, uh, locked out of heaven forever. Um, cast down onto Earth, and he, you know, starts the. Uh, they don't even go into that at all. Like how yeah. he starts hell. I was gonna or, say that's what's always been you know, weird to me. Is like he's out now. He has this full supreme reign, right, on the underworld where God just lets people go. He's like, no, right. you guys can go there. You weren't good enough for here. Right. And then there's a fight. But then if God's Almighty and creative or whatever, right. why is he even fighting? Yeah. And how it's it's one of those things where yeah, it, it's like I've always wanted. Even as a kid, I was like. God created the thing. If God is omnipotent and knows all forward, all backward, everything, and he created the thing that created evil, 
and he knows what will happen, then what, you know, but then, then we could get into a 20 hour conversation right. of what free will is. And if you knew Evil everything, what would you do? Blah, and yeah. you know, all that stuff. So, um, but, uh, it, but again, yeah. it's all just rebelling against your parents. Right. Exactly. It's rebelling against Don't authority. Because yeah. that's what the tree of knowledge held right. was the knowledge that you could, that a authority existed and it may have be it may be bad. You might want to do what authority doesn't say or something. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just not listening to your parents. And and I and I believe that the Old Testament. That's why like Jewish people don't really believe in hell. It doesn't really mention hell. Right. Um, the New Testament talks about hell being doesn't really talk about fire. It actually talks about cold um, because most of the visions of hell that we have come from Dante's Inferno, which is a Renaissance era book. But um, but well, there is like the Lake of Fire, like when the world <laughs> ends. Well, sure, and, but yeah. but hell is just it's it's literally described as. A place that is the complete absence of God's grace. Of, right. of so God doesn't exist. There. None of the good things that are associated with God are in hell. Right. So therefore, there's no relief from torment by default. You know, there's right. no relief from sadness. There's no relief from suicidal thought. All, all these things that reason people go to hell and stuff. So, um, but uh, but yeah, it doesn't go into like how he made a kingdom for himself. But it it mentions later on that some of the other well-known demons that also sometimes get just called Satan um, are some of the other angels that rebelled with him, like Beelzebub, we've heard a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Moloch is in a lot of, you know, video games and is a common yeah. demon name for movies and stuff. And uh, Mammon is a very common one, too. Yeah. I think it was most popular. In, I remember reading Spawn, the comic series, and, like, spoiler alert for Spawn from 20 years ago, but, like, uh, Malbolgia was, like, the... there was That was where there was the seven levels of hell, and he was like the ruler of level five or some shit, and he's the one that creates hell spawns. Mm. And then Mammon was kind of the the he was like one of the other leaders that like had a plan to take all levels of hell over. So like, at, like I think Spawn well, issue one hundred, he finally killed Mammon. Orchestrates all this shit for Spawn to kill Malbolgia and become the leader of the fifth level of hell or whatever it is too. So now in the movie Constantine, they pronounce it Mammon. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and yeah. he is the one who is Satan's son right? and needs the help of an angel to pierce through the veil uh-huh. and come into Earth. Because he's the Antichrist, right, or right, something right. like that. And, yeah. But he'll not, yeah, again, he'll just take over everything. Right, right. Um, just like they say, like in Revelations, that the devil will technically kind of become, uh, or the Antichrist will become um, the like a, ge- a geopolitical supreme. <laughs> Uh, basically a dictator for the whole world. Yeah. And that's the point that ignites the end war. Like, you know, the, the, the Armageddon literally like, yeah. which is in Megiddo in Israel. That's where we get the term from, I guess, but yeah. it's this big open plains that that's sure where that Nito. last <laughs> war will take place. But, um, uh, but that's why he's the antichrist because just like Christ is God's, you know, only son, gotten yeah. son, the antichrist is Satan's only yeah. gotten son. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this should be kind of old hat for most people, but most of the first 20 minutes is about who Satan is. So, yeah. um, they go through how Satan convinces Eve to eat the fruit from the knowledge of good and evil. She convinces Adam. Everything's fucked after that. Um, all the bad things in the world come from that because they know they exist now. Um, but then, of course, this whole episode is like, but is there a deeper explanation yeah. of this? So um, they, they ponder, like, perhaps Satan's real purpose was to share God's wisdom that he ho- held away from them with man. You know, like the whole really the whole point of this episode is was was Satan this kind of benevolent guy this benevolent alien angel yeah. extraterrestrial of some sort 
this very Prometheus-like guy that just said, hey, I think people deserve to do all this stuff on their own. So he's like the first humanist, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And that's why all humanistic things are seen as wasteful evil. or evil yeah. or whatever by most, you know, yeah. especially the you know, Abrahamic religions, um, uh, Islam, Christianity, and Judaism. Right. So, um, and then they kind of ponder like, so then why was he bad? I'm, I'm kind of skipping to the end of the show, but it's all, it's all just cyclical every segment. So they say, why was, was he just pissed off then that ultimately humans choose to worship God or Even maybe though, the yeah. other faction of aliens instead of him. Right. So then he started using the tech and stuff that he'd given them against them or something. Right. So um, it's all it's all just asking the question, did Satan get a bad rap? So, wow. Um, yeah, we go to the book of Job, which a uh, quick version of it is Job was an Old Testament guy, very rich, very well off, very good person too, like one of, like the most righteous man in his land. Um, very, very pious, uh, always prayed, always sacrificed animals to God. And, uh, back then this was still at the time when God had his court, his divine council of angels and, and Satan was still not fallen yet. Um, they don't really give a good timeline of that. Cause it's like, mm -hmm. I thought that if, if, so if jo that this were the time is weird, right? If Lucifer, if Satan, came down was had had already uh rebelled against god was already in the form of the serpent at the time of humanity's first creation yeah how is it that thousands of years later when job is now around in like you know 2000 bc how is satan still on the divine council advising god and not not the evil satan we know and we know him to be you know like it's a weird like I don't know. Like, it's, I mean, in time, obviously timelines are a big mess yeah, with, yeah. Like, with biblical stuff anyway. But because um, I will hear say, yeah, because I was like, oh, that's a really fun fact. There was this divine council of angels. But I'm like, but Job came after Adam and Eve. So how because they don't ever talk about, oh, yeah, he was he was double crossing him for years without him knowing. But or do something? they say like, I don't think Satan is the one who tempts them, though. Right. It's just the yeah. tree and the snake. But no, but he is that serpent. He are takes, you sure that's not an interpretation? Well, all of this could be, but what I'm That's saying insane. is that he is always, um, it, it's supposed to be him. It's supposed to be the morning star Lucifer in the visage of a serpent. So in the form of a serpent and the look of a serpent who tempts, you know, and we'll get into that. Well, but I'm, too, That's but what yeah. I'm saying. It's old Testament. So the Jewish people don't believe that that's Satan, right? Because old Testament didn't have a Satan. Yeah. Well, they say that, uh, it was, he's only mentioned a few times and, and we'll get, we'll get into it a little bit, but yeah. But that's uh, what I'm saying. It's like, the Jewish people don't believe Satan, right? They don't so believe that, in hell, right? Right. Yeah. But then do they believe in the fallen angel? Like, I would feel like they would then right. also not believe that Satan is a fallen angel, which yeah. means the serpent was just this luring effect and not necessarily the I devil, guess. who then in this time frame right. comes later. Because right. then now it's the, the, new, the New Testament is the one that says, oh, there's a devil. Well, and the devil was this person and kind of right, looking right. backwards and going... Well, well, see, it was all these things, and that's exactly. where he was. Right, to That's what I'm saying. It, so, yeah. like, maybe then that's how the council Yeah, perhaps later. that's, I mean, perhaps that's one of the things that, like, the King James Version was like, let's clean all this shit up. Right. You know, so maybe that's one of those, you know, uh, retcons or something. I don't know. But I've never heard that. You'd think I, you'd think you would have heard that, but you could be right. I mean, it's, 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 
I, I'm just saying if you're going off an Old Testament, he's not right, there. Right, right. And it's New Testament that is the first time right. you hear of hell and Satan. Right. Well, going off of the, the the demonologist guy they have on this episode, he's the one that says he's mentioned a few times in the Old Testament, but we don't know which version that is. We don't know if it's, yeah. you know. To what extent. Right. Because cause as, so anyway, back to the book of Job, and we'll get, we'll get right into that too and who he might have actually been. Um, we go to the book of Job. Satan on the divine council says, hey, he wouldn't be so pious if you took away all his nice shit. And so God basically makes a, makes a bet with him and does just that. And then Job proves himself to still be pious, even though, like, God kills his children, like, yeah. just, like, fucks his whole farm up, like, his whole way of life. But Job is still a pious man and proves to Satan on his council. You know? But, yeah. but it's, interesting, it's interesting because they talk about how, like, there was this, like, weird bureaucracy with God and his angels yeah. where it's like it, it makes it this very again that's why the old testament is very different and then the book of Enoch which we'll talk about at length in a little bit again for the thousandth time um it makes the it well a it makes God into more of a pantheon of a leader god with then his angels who are yeah. divine Soldiers. and powerful but just not quite or as generals. much as him yeah. exactly yeah um as so it makes it a little less monotheistic and more as the book of Enoch talks about uh, polytheistic where it's the you have these 200 angels called the watchers which yeah. god is the one that said hey like he sent them down to actually do all the shit on on earth with people and yeah. so which is um, why people argue wow catholicism isn't real christianity right because you're now worshiping saints and angels and things you're not right. worshiping jesus right and god you're that was yeah that was all some these other things that so was martin luther's well. some of his big grievances yeah. he put on the church walls right. Um, was he's like, you guys are getting away from, you guys are very into iconography and getting away from the core message of the yeah. book, which is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yeah. So, um, but, because uh, especially at that time, it was of even more corrupt Catholic church than exists right, now. Right, right. So, um, but yeah, so they move on to uh, showing the Dead Sea Scrolls for the thousandth time. Uh, look up the Dead Sea Scrolls <laughs> if you want. But uh, within the Dead Sea Scrolls was the what was thought to be the Book of Enoch. And uh, we've talked about this this book and who Enoch was a billion times. But basically, it was an apocryphal book that was removed in the Council of Nicaea in 400 AD or so by the church because it didn't really fit with the rest of the books of what is now what we now know as uh, the old Testament and new Testament. So, um, but it was really all about the watcher angels and them taking this man, Enoch, who was a lot like Noah, a lot like Jesus took him around off the planet through the sky, let him see the whole planet at once, taught him science and metallurgy and all the, all the shit we do today. Um, which is crazy. Cause they didn't really go into how they taught Enoch that, even mm -hmm. though that's another Satan like thing where yeah. they, but, but that's an example that doesn't fit with the Satan thing because nowhere in the book of Enoch does it say that God didn't tell them to do that. He, in fact, commands them to uh, give humanity these tools and these right. this knowledge, which is actually quite the opposite of the Satan rebellion yeah. Prometheus style bringing fire to man thing. So, um, but uh, but yeah. So the Watchers are these, this, you know two hundred angels. Uh, watching out for early man, interacting with them, pers literally person to person. They're walking around on earth. Um, and eventually they get super horny for all of these humans. Um, they only show male angels with female humans, but I'm assuming it was the other way around too. Um, could you imagine getting seduced by a watcher? 
Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I love to just sit back and watch. I hope she took on the body of a pog. Yes. And she took form to <laughs> take my child seed. Dong. <laughs> the watchers were sexless, okay? <laughs> they were the third sex. Perfect. They had a vagina right below their balls. Yeah. You mean their asshole? Oh. <laughs> well, whatever. We're kind of in the middle of Talk Thompson and David Childress. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they get super horny. They they create bodies for themselves, and they go to Fuckburg with these people and have babies. Two kids. Um, <laughs> to fuck down. Uh, but yeah, so I <laughs> two kids to fuck down. <laughs> um, Could have accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> Only on Take Sundays. It. Okay. Great. Um, Deepest, darkest Sunday. And this is where we get the first mention of one of these watchers um, called Shemyaza or Sataniel, which could have been the proto-Satan. Um, Satan in Aramaic, I think, uh, just means the enemy. Um, means many goats. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Shemyaza or Sataniel, and they, they refer to him as, as, as Shemyaza the rest of this episode. Um could, they kind of say, like, maybe he was the core of what Satan became, um, and he he ends up rebelling, but they don't really talk about it that much. Um, but uh, uh, how Shemyaza specifically rebelled, um, and uh, we, we, you know, we get Sukes here. He's not really a Sook alert, but he just, like, he just says the same thing they just said before. But we do want to mention his very, like, spade-like hairdo. Yeah. Yeah, last episode was a little more quelled and short. Yes, right. This is definitely full flowing. So again, yeah. weird timelines of when they're recording right. all this shit. This looks like um like in the Disney uh A Christmas Carol, the cartoon. Yeah. Where like all the Donald Duck's hair, like it was the big girls gloss up yeah. top, you know? Well and those girls have those big bon it's like a bonnet exactly. of hair. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just pop it right off. Yeah. Um oh, that's for baby oh, Churchill. I beautiful <laughs> he just has a room full of his hair bonnets yeah yeah for his future george and he sings the song like the girl in the muppet christmas story the love is gone yeah, yeah. the love oh. is gone <laughs> that okay, is famously famously my least favorite part of that movie. oh yeah because i think the director's cut is the one that has that yes. but the normal one right doesn't because i remember we would only ever watch the dvd yeah. and one time i caught it on disney channel and i was like oh fuck they skipped that whole fucking yeah, thing thank god which completely slows down the movie yeah it, it is... goes like it's like the longest song out of all because i mean the other songs are at least fun and like yeah, whatever yeah. but and again i don't care that it's a bummer or anything right. but it's just like god it it's so doesn't fucking fit. long yeah, yeah exactly um, which is why they took it out yeah. in the theatrical cut. Um, but uh, we actually, after a while, we do get a Sook alert here. And, and this is kind of like, this is, again, the essence of Sukalos's own ancient astronaut theory, which is kind of just, I want to believe everything It's ancient yeah. astronaut theory. He says, when I hear a term like watchers from heaven, then personally, I interpret them as possible extraterrestrials. And it's like... Yeah. Okay, well, there you have it. There's the whole purpose that your show exists. Great job. Um, but, yeah, and, and ancient astronaut theorists are very into the Book of Enoch. It's mentioned, yeah, I, I, feel like, I feel like every other episode this it's season, It's almost like Bukaki. Yes. Um, the An Bukaki. Anna Bukaki, yes. yes. Famous erotic film star. Yes. <laughs> Quite beautiful. They will never be another like her. 
see. <laughs> um, she actually got a second stomach installed for <laughs> the extra load of semen. She widened her face so she yeah. could catch even more. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it could actually fit the funnel, the top of the funnel, not yeah. just the bottom of yes. the funnel. Um, <laughs> for, for a direct load into that second stomach. <laughs> um, but yes. Come belly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it, they, they're the book of Enoch is, and I'm not defending, I'm not even saying this is wrong, but it is an example of, and, um, uh, the, the guy that did, that publishes skeptic magazine, he did point out the, uh, the rule of gaps, the God of gaps kind of thing <laughs> that, that a lot of ancient, <laughs> God of that gap, oh yeah, um, that a lot of ancient astronaut theorists or hyper-religious people they will fill in any unknown with, oh, see, it's that. It's yeah. it's my thing that I'm into, right. uh, which is totally true. Graham Hancock was very much not doing that on this episode, which is why I was like, wow, he's really – I think that's, again, why he stands out so much from these yeah. other guys. But Because um, he literally says, like, in his books, like, I don't agree with Eric Von Daniken at all. Yeah. Or Robert Schock, Geology Jesus, he, he agrees totally with his Egypt uh, – or Sphinx being 12,000 years old because right. of the – erosion patterns on the quarry but he's like but i know robert and there's a lot of shit i don't agree with him on at all yeah. but we can still talk about this stuff civilly and yeah, like that too. boobs are better than butts right exactly um i, <laughs> I love a big breast he's falling in love with her kid <laughs> just swimming in there and uh, holy jeez oh, <laughs> holy jeez both these are good <laughs> get him out of there so before it's too late I love this. Get my dirty beard in there. <laughs> hey, there's a dirty beer in here. These are big tits. Uh, <laughs> All sorts. Yeah. And it's a mug. <laughs> How's it staying full? Frosty. Oh, gravity must be different in here. <laughs> it's almost like I'm in a sea of tit. <laughs> Just like a small pocket of under cleavage gravity. Yeah. <laughs> Anti-gravity. Yeah, it's, oh, that's how the breasts stay There afloat. we go. They're so enormous, but yeah. they're just up there. It's crazy. Yes. She doesn't need a broomstick to fold over. And this is nice. Not like my wife. <laughs> Not like old waterbed, as I call her. <laughs> uh, a water bags I said waterbed on loaf. <laughs> I think because you said land bread uh, earlier. <laughs> um, yum, yum. Uh, but yeah, they're very into the Book of Enoch, and it is an example of how they are looking for the fringe example to prove the rule they're right. looking they're always looking for the exception to prove the rule right and that's okay like it doesn't mean you shouldn't speculate and whatever but when you make your entire philosophy your entire framework about exceptions because it's that's again that's why they they always criticize lamestream you know archaeologists yeah, yeah. but it's like and there are there are totally closed-minded people there too but they're at least basing it off of the things that are like 95 percent pattern-based true most of the yeah. time so then they're like well it's proven most of the time like most most of the time that it's this way but you're pointing out this five percent of shit that's outliers yeah. and believe me as me as joey um or am i steve Jew i don't know uh maybe fans still don't know <laughs> <laughs> who's who yeah uh, who's the who's who on <laughs> probing ancient aliens? <laughs> There's two of us. <laughs> yeah. All the latest scoops yeah. <laughs> and gossip on Joseph and Steve. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's tough to make an entire philosophy out of those fringe examples. Yeah. Um, but this show overwhelms you, and because there's so many episodes, so many concepts. But as we talk about on this show, we're five seasons in, and there's probably like maybe 15 unique concepts total that just kind of keep getting repeated over and over. Mm -hmm. And I would say by the time, 
by the time we, you know, 2019 now, season 12, I don't know, that number's probably 30, 35 yeah. at most, you know, because um, they're adding a few new things. Because I, I can't, you can't count new ways to look at the same thing as like a new concept or even, you know, there can be new evidence and whatever, and that's fine. But yeah. it's rarely new evidence. It's new evidence that feeds their philosophy Eaters. or their belief on it. So um, we fly over to Mount Hermann, um, not... Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is a high mountain, like his high art. Yes. But uh, uh, this is apparently and where a high mon. <laughs> uh, the this is where the Watchers descended, those two hundred angels, um, and where uh, Shemiaza, perhaps the proto Satan, um, he was known after he descended as a master of root cutting mm, and magic. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, root cutting and medicine, which kind yeah. of create like it's interesting because they don't really. They have a uh, Richard Raider, you know Raider Nation on. And he's like, he's like, essentially, this is where witchcraft comes from. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. That like, that's the first example that, you know, having be knowing about medicinal herbs and shit and making potions, that's like a proto witch, you know, or warlock kind of thing. Yeah, too, you know? I mean, but that's been just done in every culture. That right, it's right. Like, I know, and it's a, it's a shamanistic like... thing and all stuff too. But I'm saying like at least it's interesting that maybe at least in the Abrahamic cultures or something, maybe that was that first example of, oh, see, the original bad guy was into that shit and you shouldn't mm-hmm. do that stuff. But um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Shemyaza was, was really, really was into helping humans to ascend. So does that feed into the, if he is also Satan, just mm-hmm. under a different name, um, does that feed into this theory that Satan was just misunderstood? So yeah. Is he the Buddha? Yes, exactly. Looking to ascend to the next level of right. nirvana. And that's the thing, too, is, like, they only give a couple other examples, but meanwhile, they keep saying, but, I mean, you know, this happens all over the world. There's a Satan yeah. kind of, you know, bringer of light. And it's like, well, why didn't you talk about a bunch of the yeah, other ones? Yeah. They say the same shit over and over for the last 20 minutes of this episode. Uh, and we get a Coppins call doing exactly that. And he goes, uh, he calls out, uh, and he's looking rough this episode. He's wheezy in this episode. It's pretty Swole. sad, actually. Yeah, he's very swollen. His, like upper left lip isn't moving very it's really sad actually but he's uh he's a little wheezy and he's like uh uh he's like now if we equal shamyaza to satan what are we conf- what we are confronted with here is a larger framework where satan was here to civilize us the watchers were civilizing deities so that we're, what we're confronted with here is the conclusion that civilization the way we know it is not something divine but is literally satanic it was Satan who gave us the tools of civilization. And it's like, yeah, according to the Book of Enoch, he's right, yeah. you know. Um, and because uh, I don't th- I mean, you could argue that in just the regular Old Testament, um, the knowledge of that kind of, of rebelling and doing things on your own could then be the way to doing things on your own, creating technology right. and whatever. And not but, needing God in your life if you're doing it yourself. Exactly. And so, it's how you do it. um, but this, but the Book of Enoch is literally like Prometheus giving fire to humans, giving right. them the tools. So, um, Childish equates them to uh, the Watchers, to the Anunnaki, and he talks about the you know, serpent-like appearance. And this is where we get into the snake stuff. Um, so William Henry, who's actually the second half of his episodes on a lot, Medallion Man, uh, does not mention a Stargate once. I think that's a record. Because um, he has like seven clips on this show and does not mention Stargates at yeah. all. Um, Stargates to hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, he mentions how Seraphim um, are... The types of angels, these are under the order of seraphim angels, of which Satan is described as, translates to giant serpent, which is really interesting. And then we go into the serpent-like qualities of Satan and how there are many other 
serpents and winged serpents, especially around the world and other religions. So um, we stop off a little pit stop at Chichen Itza, uh, the El Castillo Pyramid. And this is the pyramid that famously has the steps that, like, on the summer equinox and winter solstice or whatever. Summer solstice, winter equinox? Yeah. Yeah. No, winter solstice. Sorry. Um, Because there's a bunch of people I know that are like, happy solstice on, like, December 21st or whatever. But there's a summer solstice, too. So it's both solstices. Yeah. Yeah. Solstices. Yeah. Baby. Hey, I thought I actually thought you were going the Hey Sister Soul. I'm blow. I can't believe we moved right past Mamaw. Also being my Cajun grandma. Mamaw's gonna be coming up here real pissed now. Gonna take over the whole goddamn town. He'll lead all them devils, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get the spiciest Cajun on him. Oh, it's constant times. Uh, but yeah, so we go to Chichen Itza and Kukulquan, the famous plumed serpent, winged serpent. Um, More and like the, serpent. <laughs> I'm sleeping on those water beds, bro. Uh, <laughs> never stop the water flow. Uh, <laughs> never yeah. live solid. Right. <laughs> Always and every fiber, bro, it's always liquid <laughs> diarrhea, man. Okay, just <laughs> pumping down. Right, you know we love burritos. That's what's yeah. favorite, right? Uh, <laughs> hey, dude, <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, Kukulquan is the uh, the steps of El Castillo Pyramid are supposed to be like his back. So when the, sol- the solstice is hit, it either shows the shadows of his back moving down the steps or up the steps. To show his either descent into this world from the stars or his ascent back there. So, um, uh, Medallion Man William Henry expounds upon Kukulquan and he says, uh, uh, Kukulquan is the name for Satan as the winged serpent. He's always portrayed as a wisdom bearing, uh, wisdom bearing knowledge giver to humankind. Often we'll see him portrayed as a half human, half serpent, or a human coming out of the mouth of a serpent. This is how Christianity portrays Satan. So he's, he's just showing the the physical representation and the descriptions of him as the bringer of light and knowledge are the same, uh, you know, half literally halfway around the world, which is super interesting. This is one of those cases where I'm like, oh, that's interesting. They picked yeah. the same snake and whatever, too. Um, but again, as always, this can always be answered that, you know, because, again, the ancient, astronaut, backwards, yeah. the ancient astronaut theorists always ask, how can all these cultures come up with similar things? It's like, well... How uh, that's like saying, you know, like all shelters are completely different. It's like, no, they're all kind of they all need a roof. They all need walls like they figure the shit out. And it's all similar basic principles. It's like, why do all dogs go to to a certain extent, extent, you know, like plain fetch or all cats like, you know, chasing mice. It's just part of their instinct wherever they are. And some don't even some don't play with toys or have a prey drive. Some do whatever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Kukulkan is responsible for delivering forbidden knowledge, apparently to the people, which they've never talked about it being forbidden, which is mm-hmm. weird. It makes you wonder if they're kind of fitting that into this episode. You know what we always, my brother and I was, would think about is like in every culture, there's girls mean, with boobies yeah. and someday we'll touch they those boobies. floppies. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day I'll get Ooh. a kiss her on the lips. I hear gravity is completely different under those boobs. It'll be swell. But, like, every culture, like, smiling and laughing right. is happy and fun. Right. Crying and, you know, sadness are all the same. Right. So it's, like, again, this weird emotion and reaction right. that we all have that is universal. Right, right. So, again, there's just so many things that are universal about us. Right. Because you can trace smiling you can back to start. fucking apes where it's, like, they would bare their teeth 
and as a, as a threatening thing is like, hey, I'm going to fucking bite you. Be nice to me. Like, don't let's not fight or then you'd fight. Or, yeah. You know, we're having fun. Right. <laughs> Do you know why you shake hands? Um, well, I go to a restaurant called Shake Hands and it's like a big boob topless yeah. waitress French restaurant. Yeah. Shake, shake hands. Shake hands. Yeah. <laughs> no, C-H-E-Z. Yeah. Cans. Shake hands. <laughs> Uh, Why do you shake hands? To sh- prove that you don't have a weapon. Ah, interesting. You're unarmed. Right. Now, some of these, when you're finger blasting, <laughs> yeah. these are registered weapons. <laughs> I was going to say Double my fingers finger are registered sex offenders. <laughs> <laughs> that they are. Hey, man, these yeah. fingers are registered sex yeah. offenders, but <laughs> You got two tickets to the rape show. <laughs> yeah, right here in my hand. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, it's like low-key rapists that are yeah. raping vape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're vape rapers. Yeah. <laughs> or, as the copywritten term that I invented last night, keister feasters. Yes. <laughs> if you want to have a new little phrase for ass eating in your life, yeah. you're a keister feaster. Okay? Yeah, you're into it. And <laughs> not that you eat ass, but of. you want a phrase for it, you're a keister yeah. feaster. <laughs> <laughs> and not a quiche Easter. <laughs> Where Ooh, we quiche only Easter, that's a fancy Easter morning. Yeah, we only serve the finest yeah. quiches. <laughs> the finest egg cakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On this beautiful day right. of the rabbit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, we're still talking about Coco Kwan here. So uh, he's just like Satan is, is what they're, the point they're trying to make. Um, and they're asking, is he from the same tribe of serpentine, like angel beings slash extraterrestrials? And then they go into a little bit of like the reptilians, right? They're a very common alien conspiracy race. Um, then, and most people believe that believe in reptilians. They're the, for some reason, they're the ones running shit in our country and our right. world. They're like the, they're basically the Illuminati. Like literally, they think that yeah. the serpentine or the the reptilian angel, uh, aliens, angelians, um, are running shit behind the scenes, and nobody knows, right. and they can take the form of people and all that stuff. And again, why? Right? <laughs> why? Why? Because they also put them in the hollow earth theory no, thing. I know. Like just... even no, I know. I'm, I'm not explaining yeah. even to the point where like Doctor Who has that fucking chick that's yeah, yeah. you know the lesbian serpent chick that like lived under the earth and always hated the primate people right, that right. lived above ground. Um, and we all know Doctor Who is documentary. And goes down on these lesbian chicks because it takes any form. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll be interesting with the new female doctor if she runs into that character. And they're like, oh, I like you. This is how lizards talk. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we go back to ancient Greece real quick um, to the Titan Prometheus who gave humanity fire, rebelled against Zeus. He said, don't do that. I don't want them to have fire. I don't want them to be able to make weapons or be warm or whatever. I want to be in control. Yeah. And because of that, his punishment was being chained to a rock, having his liver eaten Ass out by eaten. yes, <laughs> having his keister feasted upon yeah. by an eagle every day, and every night his keister would regrow because he's immortal, so his keister is going to yeah. grow back. Um, those cheeksters on his keister mm-hmm. are going to grow back, and the eagle gets to eat him all over again. Yeah, colon is full. Right. It lasted a few weeks until Zeus knew that he realized he yeah. liked it, and then he yeah. switched to the liver, right, right. which is much more unpleasant. Yeah. So. Organ meat's always a little rougher. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, we go to Viracocha, uh, was uh, a similar deity in Peru. Um, he was an Incan god as opposed to a Mayan god. Came to Earth to pass on knowledge, also a bringer of light, just like Satan. Um, but it's funny, too, because, like, uh, and maybe this is the, this is the, the grand... Um, uh, kind of cosmic joke about Satan and God is that God was the bringer, original bringer of light, you know, let there yeah. be light. And then Satan 
not that he was doing it like whatever. He was created as the morning star, and this, and he was the brightest of all the angels and stuff. Um, but uh, it's just interesting that it's like, oh, they're both light bringers, but they don't talk about how God was a light bringer first, or right, anything right, too, right. you know, or um, bringer of light, then creator of Satan, and he is the light. Exactly. Oh, there you go. Um, the morning star famously is the vampire killing whip in the Castlevania series. Oh, yes, it has the little ball and mm-hmm. chain at the end. Uh, if you watch the Netflix Castlevania series, which you should because it's really good. Yeah. Best video game adaptation of all time. Yeah. Super good. Um, in that second season, he finds the Morning Star. And oh, it's nice. cool because it fucking like explodes oh, uh, cool. all the fucking demons and shit like yeah. that. It's cool. Um, and it's always nice. That's what they should have called the breakfast burger at Carl's Jr. The Morning Star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's devilishly delicious. Yeah. <laughs> this bacon will fuck you up. <laughs> Just like Satan, this yeah. bacon will fuck you <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Viracocha brought medicine, astronomy, other sciences. Uh, again, they're making the the they're equating him to Shemyaza, Satan, Kukulkan, Prometheus, etc. Um, lots of medallion man explaining things again in this segment. Um, they 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 give a quick mention to Set, the Egyptian yeah. god, uh, who was sort of similar, but they don't really go into how very much. Not that he wasn't. You just they just don't explain anything. Yeah. Um, and we get another Coppins call here. He says, uh, "Now it shows you that the importance of Satan is not just limited to the Bible, but really tells us a lot about civilization as a whole." And I was like, "Oh, this is like the most normal. <laughs> like that's what we were just talking about here. It was like there are constants within the human mind." When you, whether you want to call that the soul, the psyche, whatever, there are constants in our human experience mm-hmm. and in our mixed with our genetics that create up, you know, create what we perceive as reality. Yeah. Um, and being symbolic beings, you know, we're we're the only beings with like advanced symbolic thought, and so there's going to be a, when any when you can think of anything. To me, that's almost like learning a language. Like we're still learning that language of how to think about things and. You know, it's, you know, I'm getting a little serious on the yeah. show, all right? But, you know, buttholes, prolapse, okay, yeah. I got it, yeah. you fucking pigs, all right? <laughs> Nobody wants serious Joe. <laughs> Eat my keister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Easter, yeah, my yeah. keister. Because <laughs> there's some rotten eggs in yeah, there. Yeah, very disgusting. there's a live <laughs> rabbit around in there. A trick I learned from Richard Gere. Yes, I ate old meat. <laughs> yes. Rabbit or rodent plus Ziploc bag equals orgasms. Um, if any of you were too young to remember that, there was a rumor for a long time in the 80s, like when I was in the schoolyard, that Richard yeah. Gere put a gerbil Gerbils. in a Ziploc bag up his asshole to crawl around <laughs> and yeah. tickle his insides yeah. or something. That was a big, yeah, like gay conspiracy Yes, thing. exactly, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Von Daniken is on once and he just doubles down on these light bringers being the same figures and portrayed as evil. And he says, uh, uh, maybe, maybe it is uh, the other, I'm not, now I'm doing Robert Bobble. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was the other way around. Uh, maybe he was the good one, you know, and you're like, okay, <laughs> sure. Thanks for saying it like a child would have to say, yeah. it, you know, um, oh, creator of this entire concept of this <laughs> show. Um, we get a children's chime in here. He's been on like a couple times that said nothing interesting, but uh, he finally um, has a chime in. He says, uh, uh, in many ways, uh, Satan, who Joey wrote as Santa here, hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, may well be a person, a, a god, an angel, an, an E.T. Uh, uh, that is maligned in a sense. And uh, 
he's Prometheus. He's the god of hard work. He's the bringer of fire. He's the one that gives us the opportunity to do things ourselves. Um, and uh, we cut back really quickly to Klingenberg, Germany. <laughs> um, and uh, while we were watching, I made a bunch yeah. of Worf Klingon <laughs> jokes. But uh, uh, Worf will be there. Right. <laughs> they kind of fall flat uh, now, unlike Worf's head. <laughs> um, but yeah, 1973, uh, because this, this next segment is all about de- demonic possessions and demons. So they mention um, uh, Annalisa Michel, Michel or Michel, uh, was one of the craziest demonic possessions ever recorded. She was the basis of the uh, the possession of Emily Rose or the haunting yeah, of Emily yeah. Rose or whatever it's called. That movie in two thousand five. Um, she apparently all they tell you in the episode is she tried. She started hearing voices that said, "You're going to hell, and we're going to rip your soul out and stuff." Yeah. And so she tried medical, uh, tried to get medical help, didn't work. Sought religious help and had an exorcism, which they play some creepy clips of. Yeah, uh, she's German. She's going nine, nine, and yeah. just like saying no, no, and all this stuff. As the preacher, you can hear him in the background saying stuff. Um, if you just go to her Wikipedia page, which it is spelled A N N E L I E S E Michelle M I C H E L, it literally says <laughs> in the very beginning, it says. Uh, Annalise Michelle was a German woman who underwent Catholic exorcism rites during the year before her death. She was diagnosed with epileptic psychosis, uh, a.k.a. temporal lobe epilepsy, and had a history of psychiatric treatment, which was overall not effective. No shit. Um, when Michelle was 16, she experienced a seizure and was diagnosed with psychosis caused by temporal lobe epilepsy. Shortly thereafter, she was diagnosed with depression and was treated uh, at a psychiatric hospital. By the time she was 20... She had become intolerant of various religious objects and began to hear voices. So literally four years after being committed for yeah. p- for, a, for a clear diagnosis of something and an injury that happened to her brain. And again, like, I'm not here to say, again, we'll talk about that on uh, Roast and Ghost Adventures or whatever <laughs> we call that show, but um, where there's a lot of demon possessions. I'm not saying they're all fake or I don't know, but like. It, this one is clearly she was diagnosed. Has a lot of other things it with, could have been. With seizure and mental illness. And so... Um, Kind of takes the uh, the scary part out of it, but um, uh, she died right after it. Like took a lot out of her, and she like wasn't eating and malnourished and all this horrible stuff. But so very sad, but not not yeah. a. They it's one of those times where they just throw something out there, just the first tidbit of it. You go, Ooh, isn't that scary if it yeah. were true? And then the, oh, wow. most viewers go, Oh, that's crazy. It's yeah, just it like Lisa Michelle. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we're talking about demons. Jonathan Young of the Joseph Campbell Archives is talking about demons and how. You know, just the nature of what demons are. They take over a person's free will, servants of evil, servants of Satan. uh, And they basically just turn you into a slave for their bidding. Um, And as I said before, demons are uh, representations of all the other angels that fell with Satan when they rebelled. So, uh, or Shemyaza or Sataniel or whatever. But uh, they talk over and over about what demons are for like five minutes. They show a lot of cool demon pictures and stuff. Um, They do always like, they're very creepy though. Like when you think of like the artist drawing those things and like there's such a weird style to Renaissance paintings too where everything's kind of like, uh, well, not demon-like, but everything's kind of like, they're almost, they're always like animals turned into some, like a really creepy animal or something. Yeah, yeah. And some Uh, of them are anti-Semitic, which they really didn't go into either. Yeah, a lot of demons have big noses and all this stuff and yeah, so... Um, but, uh, they talk about how there are casts of demons because they apparently carried, uh, the same nine level military kind of structure that the, those high ranking angels had at the time that that came with Satan. So, um, 
we are going we go back to the Ignite Church in Florida. Bob Larson, the reverend there, is acting like a big fucking superhero. Um and the things to note while watching the televised um exorcis- exorcisms of this guy, very expensive, huge church. Yeah. Movie theater seating in the church. Uh, as he's doing the exorcism, he's passing the mic between him and the possessed. Yeah. And it's like, where's the humility in all this? Why are you not just going to their house or in a private room where they can be on a bed safely or whatever? Like, mm. he's doing these weird mass exorcism. And he's literally talking about how uh, they live, demons live in a non physical, like, parallel dimension. He actually talks about Einstein a bit. Yeah. And saying, like, Einstein was just starting to figure out that there's a real- there's realities outside of ours on a different dimensional level. Outside of our space-time continuum, uh, and he and he and he says uh, he says I can't I don't really remember his voice, but he's just typical. So he's like he's like and when I do an exorcism, uh, I step in and out of those realms. I literally am stepping into a metaphysical realm, and yeah. uh, I don't have to understand what's going on there. I'm not there to go look at everything that's going on in that realm. I'm on a simple mission to get the demon out of the human soul and so. a mission from Gad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Robert Clotworthy, the narrator, asks, could this be an extraterrestrial realm? So we do talk about interdimensional aliens on this all the time, on how even traveling through hyperspace means you're busting through another universe, yeah. technically. Um, Steven Universe. Right. <laughs> I always wonder, too, like, is it, is it just a construct of our human finite mind where we, whenever we picture multiverse stuff, like... They never go to a universe that is like a trillion percent different than ours. It's always extremely similar with one little change. And it's like, is that because that's only how a writer for a show. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, why isn't there a universe where the air is fire and we are all gas? I don't know. You're describing Rick and Morty, though. They do that all the time. True, I guess. fucking hate that show. Um, But But that's honestly what he does. He's like, this is the universe where asses are feet and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) <laughs> Keister Feetster. Yeah. Well, because in one of the, the intros, I don't remember if it's for all seasons, but it's mm-hmm. like the they have asses for faces and their butts oh. are their face and oh, he's God. jerking we used off. To sell, we used to sell shirts yeah. with that on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, overrated. Um, but yeah, the book of... You Reno- just asked for it and he gave it. Oh, I asked <laughs> for that Keister because I'm a feaster. Um, yeah, we go to the book of Revelations here. This is where it talks about Megiddo, uh, Israel, and how this will be the final battle mentioned in the book of Revelations for, uh, between God and Jesus versus Satan and the Antichrist. Um, uh, Satan's goal is to become a geopolitical force. He'll become a dictator, as I said before. And it's kind of scary. Uh, but yeah, you know, Catherine McGowan's on. She's like, she's like, or Kathleen McGowan, she's like, She's like, yeah, all this stuff is going to happen. It's, it's pretty scary. Like, she's yeah. always kind of laughing kind of while spooky. she talks. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and it's interesting, too, because there is this duality of God slash Christ and Satan slash Antichrist, like, their return to each other and how ultimately, like, you know, they're, they've gathered forces over centuries enough to fight and whatever, too. This is what the comic Spawn is all about, which is, you know, Spawn eventually is like he's this pawn of... Uh, he's a hell spawn. He's a pawn of of hell. Um, this one particular devil, and eventually he just gets fucking sick of the petty because it's all about angels fighting demons, right. and he's sick of the petty fight between the two. Uh, and Todd McFarlane goes into some weird shit about like how you know 
God is a fucking like a horrible murderer and all this weird stuff too, just like the demons are. But yeah. like just trying to show they're not really that different from each other. That whole thing, and eventually he he comes to embrace uh, the green, the power of the green world, which is like the earth, like basically. So it's it's yeah, it's Todd like Mc, my it's, green world. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like Todd McFarlane's non-religious fantasy where it's like why can't people just believe in earth and whatever too you know but um again you don't need a god and a higher power because it's all fucked up (laughs) and that's the message to spawn the end that's how issue 150 ended um but uh uh, oh yeah we're back to the book of revelation sorry um all this hellspawn talk um just thinking of putting some keisters in some of those hellspawn chains so i can feast at my leisure (laughs) feast at my leisure yes Oh man, Joey's really trying to get this keister feature yeah. phrase to take uh, off and really, be memefied or yeah, whatever. Really wants his ass eaten, <laughs> <laughs> or wants to eat it himself. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. I think self sixty nine. That's just zeroing. Yeah, I think <laughs> he's zeroing out, man. <laughs> oh, he's like in uh, Re- Ready Player One. Oh, oh. I'm zeroing out. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. gone. Ooh. It means you lost everything? Yeah, right. I lost everything until I could suck my own dick. And, and then I gained ass. and then I gained infinity. Yes. <laughs> when I teabagged myself, yeah. I knew I had transcended to the next <laughs> This is trans and <laughs> to taste one's nuts is yes. exhilarating. <laughs> I'm no longer transitioning. I am my own sex. <laughs> <laughs> I am sizzling. Literally. <laughs> um but yeah, so we then uh go into the big postulation, which is is the the war of Armageddon simply two warring factions of aliens finally fighting each other again, you know? Um, and it's interesting, too, because you're kind of like, why all the waiting then? You know, why wouldn't they? Like, when a war happens, the two parties don't go, eh, let's take like a 10,000-year break and then right. figure it out later, you know? But now I'm supporting the theory. You could argue that they're fucking trying to escape through hyperspace. They fucking travel to the future, and to them, it's the blink of an eye, and they're finishing Armageddon after 10,000 years has passed. Yeah. And we've created religions about the Or aliens, there's right? some winter, and they're just waiting for it to pass. Right. Winter is come. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> um, are you excited for the new Game of Thrones? It's almost hey, here. In this world we're living in? It's more like Game of Drones, huh? Totally, All these man. cameras just flying Fucking around. Get out of my backyard. Bullshit, man. Leave me alone. Get the government out of my fucking asshole and let me <laughs> feast on this keister in peaster, okay? okay? Only one poppy gets to eat my ass. And, and it's that's not me, me. Mr. Trumper, okay? <laughs> um, we get a little uh, 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 medallion man. Uh, what did medallion man mention? I don't know. We don't really have any... Uh, Thing for him, do we? I think we had something, and I can't remember. What Diamond but... mentions probably fine. Whatever, because uh, <laughs> I feel like it was like a star, <laughs> Stargate something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, he says uh, uh, it's important to remember that uh, Satna, as Joey wrote here, I literally misspelled Satan like seven different ways as I wrote these notes. <laughs> it didn't autocorrect. <laughs> no, I turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm free balling, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, going bareback on yes. this. <laughs> I'm a true waterman on yeah. the waves of literature, baby. Um, I could have said waves of writing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's important to remember that Satan was part of a class of angels called the Seraphim. They were sent to Earth as benefactors of humankind, bringing wisdom. And the church has created this evil monster out of Satan, perhaps even out of thin air. 
But in reality, Satan's entire mission was bringing knowledge to humanity, caring about humanity, not seeking to destroy humankind. So he's he's wrapping the whole episode up with just like, hey, guys, let's, I guess, let's give Satan a chance or something, you know? It is also funny that they make no mention of Satanism at all. Like, they don't even bring in, like, a Satanist. Yeah. As an expert, you know, which maybe they think, oh, that'd be too offensive to people or something, well, too. Well, most know, Satanists but... aren't even real Satanists. They're right. just, like, more into freedoms and liberal, like, right. just Free do thought whatever and you want and this right. and that. And they just use Satan as, like, a metaphor and, like, a way they, to, like, shock people. They use him also, like, as a philosopher, basically, right, too. Right, like, right. they don't technically believe he's, like, because most of them are atheists that are right. Satanists. They just, but, but they're, like, this is the guy, this is the first guy that rebelled against the religious autocracy right, right, and right. all this other stuff, too. But, um... Uh, and then we get our uh, final Childress chime in, which is pretty gnarly. <laughs> he even, he dumbs down what Medallion Man just yeah. said even more. And we were dying because he, he starts off. It's be a, one of the best of all time. Yeah, <laughs> just taking this out of context. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody memify this phrase right here. Uh, in a sense, um, Satan's not such a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, what? <laughs> but uh, he says, uh, uh, you, you cannot have... Like, he has this weird little, like, yeah. mystical tone to him now. He's like, you cannot have the light without the dark. You cannot have right without wrong. We have to learn these things for ourselves. And at this point, we're like, what the fuck is he yeah, talking he's about? He's going into this, like, I'm going to sound really deep and <laughs> yes. righteous and, like, profound. Right. This, like, should be saved for, like, the last minute of the last episode of Ancient Alien yeah, ever, ever or something. Yeah. But uh, he goes, uh, and ultimately... Uh, Wrong and right. You know, we have to learn these things All for ourselves. Blah, 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 and he goes, yeah. uh, we grow and become who we are. And ultimately, that is to be like our makers, to become gods ourselves. And I'm like, oh, there it is. It's always, he ends every episode in season five with yeah. the, so the, the aliens want yeah. us to become like them, and they're training us for that. So, um, yeah, that went by pretty quick because there's not much yeah. meat to that bone. So. Uh, no, that was actually a long episode. <laughs> oh, all right. oh, yeah, we kind of fucked around for but, a long time. Um, no, but... Again, they didn't really go into aliens. No, too but much. I'm going to starve as a feaster keister. Come on, a keister feast. Yeah, a feaster keister. I'm the now, ass that needs to eat. <laughs> that needs to be eaten, right? Oh, no, I that, got a I got a feaster level keister. Here. No, no, no. The the ass needs to eat that cock, baby. It needs to feast. It needs to be fed, and only then can it be satiated. <laughs> when wow. the cum is in my call. Yes, when I have a full belly of. Cum. Right. Through my ass, yes, distended hentai style. Yeah. My ass's belly is also known as the colon. Right. <laughs> oh, it's my butt tummy. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a set of pipes on him. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when the prolapse just boom. Yeah, yeah, flops out. Out. yeah. Uh, but anyways, no. It's, again, it's like they didn't really talk about aliens that much. They no. just talk about how Satan. Could be this this creature that right. has helped us, but they don't really go. Oh, this is how it's aliens, or this right. is the technology he used, right. or because they talk about lightning bolts and staffs and things. Exactly. But again, yeah, yeah. it's like there's so much other things going on with like the Satan lore right. that it again to dial into just this right. is very confusing. Yeah, and I feel like they are. I feel like we're finally sensing a pattern of they introduce a general concept, even if it's about something specific. And then later they tap into the more they, or they include it as a segment yeah. in something more specific with more evidence, you know, because again, even at this point, this is only a little over a year, year and a half since the show started and it's on yeah. season five 
episode twelve. Yeah, <laughs> um, and like all the other through shit. Yeah, they have so much, and, and but also like you can just there probably was a single list that Giorgio and Eric Von Daniken created before the show started, and it was probably a hundred subjects long, if not two hundred subjects long, and it, it probably could have literally just been like pyramid blocks, you know, or yeah. this one place's thing. Lasers? Yeah, this religious figure, like all that shit, and just just a billion ways they can just relate it back to. And they burn through a lot of it already. Exactly, yeah. And so um, it's it's just, yeah, this is where I wish the editors on this show were better because, and I mean, they're just editing shit together, but they are literally, they're crafting the story of the episode, and when you literally put seven people saying the same fucking thing... And I understand if they're each contributing something different, but they're not most of the time. You yeah. know? That's why, like, some of these episodes can be 10 minutes long, you know, and have yeah. all five segments, you know, commercial right, breaks right. in there, too. So, um, but yeah, next episode, we're going to get gross. Uh, it's Alien Operations. So, and we, you know, it, it auto plays at the end and stuff, and you just see aliens fucking slicing people up, which is kind of creepy. But um, get ready to have that keister puckered. Unopened for feasters. Until the gross stuff's Close off the for screen. business. Yeah. <laughs> but open for jizzness. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's going to do it. That's, that's going to do it. <laughs> do we want to rattle off any social medias? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends about it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We really do appreciate it. We got a big milestone here. 100,000 episode downloads. Not 100,000 episodes. <laughs> We're at 100,000 episodes, yeah, yeah, guys. <laughs> 100,000 downloads for this podcast, which is insane to think about. So thank you all for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for revving up those listening engines, brother. Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I get more on Excite yeah. Bike right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Danica Patrick, and I'm a probing agent alien. <laughs> and Excite Bikes from NES. Uh, well, you know, the, the real NASCAR drivers, they can play Nintendo while they drive their cars, you know. That's how Dale Earnhardt died. Yeah. Junior. He was trying to do the same jump in Excite Bike on the track, and he yeah. jumped the track. Well, he was playing the game while racing. That was my point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for listening. That's that's crazy for us to listen to us two morons talk about this stuff. 100,000 uh, people have. Yes. 100,000 pesos. Times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, not 100,000 fans. Yeah. That would be <laughs> insane. <laughs> but, uh, but still, that's a lot. Just imagining, oh, just imagining all you out there. Oh, wow. Oof, however many of you divided by however many episodes it takes and how many times you've repeated episodes or listened to the whole catalog versus just the newest episodes. I don't know what that number is, but I'm picturing all your little keisters out there feasting on the content that we spew Joey out of our really mouths. pushing the keister. <laughs> well, now that's the meta joke, yeah. right? No, I know. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, Spot for jam. Yeah, if you guys, you know, not only listen, but, I mean, we appreciate every listen, every sort of engagement. But tell your friends about the show. Share it with people. Uh, we would love more people to become fans of the show because we, we know that you're probably people that we could talk to because you're not going to be offended by everything and whatever, too. So, um let us know if you're going to AlienCon. We also need to book yes. our contact in the desert shit, Oh, too. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, we could maybe do, I don't want to promise anything, maybe a unofficial meetup where we don't yeah. have to, <laughs> we're not stuck <laughs> talking to any super weirdos, yeah. talking about children with black teeth or black eyes or whatever <laughs> in a parking lot. Yeah. And then, yeah. Daughters with black guys. <laughs> <or something. laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, that depends on if uh, Blacked and Black.com and Black Raw come through with that sponsor yeah, money, baby. Uh, <laughs> We're into it. <laughs> you just go on that site and it's our yeah. faith. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, our asses. Weird, yeah, it becomes a weird sub fetish. Yeah. Oh, Keister Feaster. <laughs> Keister Feaster Raw. Oh my God. Like this guy, I've sucked his cock, <laughs> but I just haven't eaten his ass yet. And this is my last night in town and I... I think I'm going to go all the way and just feast on that tight little keister hole. It's going to be great. Uh, 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 maybe the only show where Angela White gets impressions that are on a regular basis. All of you guys, shout out. Yeah. Tag uh, tag Angela White and give probing at probing aliens on Twitter a shout out. Yeah. Or Instagram, yeah. spam her posts yes, cause with probing. Because Steve wants to spam her post, if I you know what I mean. I would love to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would love to share in that. Yeah, uh, holy Jesus, it'd be nice yeah. just to kiss her on the lips. Mm. Uh, <laughs> God, that's like the saddest thing. Yeah. Like, you don't know she's a porn star and yeah. even like the Innocent. crazy yeah, porn all she the does. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I'm just in love with my new girlfriend, Angela White. Yeah, just love I mean, to she hold has her. like a million followers. It's weird, but she's I mean, really she's just popular. such a nice lady, you know. Yeah. I'd just love to hold her hand and just give her a little little peck on the lips, a little smooch. You know, a long day at work, you know, maybe a nice yeah. hug. Right. <laughs> Cut to her human centipede lesbian ass yeah. eating scenes or something. Yeah, just dripping yeah. sweat and oil. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening to this show. Um, tell your friends, please subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us come up in searches. Uh, shout out to our cast boxers out there. Um, it's been growing without us knowing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's in my growing. Um, but yeah, there's been even more since we've uh, given shout outs to Chad Becker. So it's that Becker effect, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for listening on any podcast service. Uh, send us a message too, and let us know what podcast service you're listening on, because there's a billion podcast apps, especially on Android, because you can only use iTunes, I think, on uh, Apple. Right. I'm sure you can download some others or whatever too, but um, you're kind of locked in there. But anyway, uh, follow at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. Listen to our other podcast, Beer There, Drunk That, on the same podcast services as Probing Ancient Aliens, except Spotify. Um, that's uh, Beer That Drunk That PC on Instagram and Beer That Drunk That on Facebook. Um, other than that, that's, uh, uh, got some little horny things coming out of my head. I think it's. Ugh, my back's. Oh, it's popping out. Whoa. I got a. I got some keisters growing out of my fucking skull and back. <laughs> and I feel like they're hungry. They're ready to take a bite. Out of this little pie hole. Oh, yeah. Go All on. Right. We'll see you guys. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Bye. Whatever. Eat ass eating. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>